Hello there and welcome to another episode of Dominant Desires the podcast a podcast where you can get BDSM information advice and more My name is Rajan Dominari and on today's episode I'll be talking about submissives and whether or not you're cut out to be one Not everyone is and it's definitely something I want to talk about So let's get started Believe it or not, not everyone is capable of being a submissive. It's even possible that you're not really even cut out for it. We all have different thresholds for what we can and can't do, but realizing that you can't be submissive isn't the end of the world. So, how do you know if you can be a submissive or not? First, let me say that the type of submissive that I'm talking about here is a relationship submissive. Uh, this is someone who is subordinate in everyday things. Now, bedroom submissive or kinky bottom is something entirely different, and anyone can be a bottom for a short period of time. You can be submissive for weekends or set set amounts of time, and I'm not going to cover this type of submission in this particular episode. Uh, what I am going to cover, however, is submission on a personality or character level. Now, most of you are either going to agree or disagree with this, but you've already been listening to me this far, so you might as well keep listening. Um, some people develop specific personality traits that then define if they can be submissive or not. There, uh, there are a few, however, that don't lend themselves to being a vital part of submission and can, in fact, cause a lot of problems. Uh, if these can, you know, if these cannot be, you know, curved or, curved or taken care of, it's likely that you're not even cut out to be submissive. So, um, there are some poor personality traits that I'd like to address. Um, selfishness and self-importance, uh, dominating behavior, being manipulative, and finally, being bratty. Um, that last one is actually a, you know, big, big issue with me. Um, anyways, so let's just, uh, go on, yeah? Now, on being a selfish submissive, selfish submissive, bloody hell, why can't I say that? Selfish submissive, there we go. Jesus. Uh, so selfishness is a very damaging trait to have when you're trying to be submissive. Now, most new and most new or um, untrained submissives, they tell themselves that they won't submit unless they're getting something in return. Now, I had a submissive once. Okay, probably more than once. But I had a submissive uh, that I can remember right off the top of my head. On the top of my head, why can't I speak today? I'm really sorry for those of you listening. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. In any case, uh, I had a submissive um, that was that was like this. And it got to the point that she wouldn't even want to play unless she was, you know, getting an orgasm or something like that. Uh, she was being selfish and she made her needs and her desires more important than mine. Now, had she started seeing things as giving more, 
uh, she would have actually been rewarded significantly more often. Um, as far as domineering behavior is concerned, um, I know, just like every other dominant knows, that no one is perfect. If you're constantly fighting for control, then you will never submit. And you should submit because it fulfills a need in you to do so. A desire is something in you that just aches for that. You need that in your existence. Um, and it's, it's just something that won't go away. Submission is almost the same as surrendering. As a matter of fact, they go hand in hand. So you've to accept that your partner knows what's best for you, assuming, like I said in a previous episode, that they've, they've actually any sort of real experience in this. Um, and you to understand that they will care for you. And if all this goes well, your domineering behavior will actually begin to dissolve. It, it, it will go away, believe me. Uh, so, being a manip manipulative submissive. So being manipulative is right up there with uh, being domineering. And, you know, for most dominants, if not all dominants, it's annoying as fuck. I'm just saying that. It's just, it's something that annoys the piss out of me. And I am pretty sure I'm not the only one. Um, now, forcing someone to do something that they wouldn't do or pushing so hard that they give in is not going to allow you to submit. It's just really going to cause more problems for everyone involved. And I don't know, it's just, it's just, you know, it's bloody ridiculous. Um, in any case, um, I've heard some submissives say that they're just being persuasive and that their dominant really doesn't mind. And I'm willing to bet that if I asked their dominant, they would probably say otherwise. Uh, so, just so we're all clear here, dominants do not want a submissive that tries to, you know, take over some sort of, you know, some sort of control or maintain a control in their relationship or, or dynamic or try to bend their will. That's ridiculous. It's really counterproductive to what a power exchange is. And power exchange is the the crux uh, foundation, whatever you want to call it, um, cornerstone, better word, um, of a DS relationship. Now, as far as being bratty, I love this part. Okay, so before I start on, on as far as the, this whole thing, as far as brattiness, I will go out on a, any sort of limb, skyscraper, what the hell have you, and say that brats are not a real thing. They are not, and I'll never accept that. And anyone that does, you have significantly more problems than I could ever help you with. And if you, if you have any problem with anything I'm saying, I implore you to please let me know. Send me a message. I, I, I love, you know, going back and forth about these. Because this isn't the first time I've, you know, had conversations like this. <clears throat> Anyways, um, I do want to talk a bit about being bratty. Um, there's, um, there's, a, there, okay, there, there are some things as far as brattiness is concerned. Um, so let me go back a bit and explain. Being a brat is not a submissive type. It is just something that 
happens in uh, in a submissive in a relationship. Um, you say someone wants you know, uh, attention. The, the the dominant isn't quite getting what they're trying to say. You know, if if, uh, if you for submissive or you if you you as a submissive, you know, you're trying your 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 damnedest to get your dominant's attention, and they're not paying attention to you, or they're not quite getting what it is that you're talking about when you're saying something. Something that happened to me is that, you know, my submissive, she wanted to know, she really just wanted to know very simply why I missed her because the way I was speaking really just made it seem like I was missing her for no other reason, not significantly, but for no other reason than her body, which is a really, it's a stupid reason to miss someone and I will never just miss someone for physicality alone. That is just ridiculous. I'm, I don't know. It's, it is. It's fucking dumb. I, I don't know. Um, but she explained it. Uh, she explained it to me and I, I, I think I missed it because she was letting me know via text. And this is why, this is one of the reasons I hate having conversations or full on conversations via text because sometimes you're just going to miss some great details. In any case, she really wanted to know, okay, well, why do you miss me? Uh, what are you talking about? I miss you because I do. Don't get me wrong. I, I think I was being a bit of a twit, but um, I do that at times. It, it happens. But in any case, she was getting she she was starting to get frustrated, and then she said something that I didn't appreciate, and I would have normally, you know, approached it a little bit differently. Um, but I realized what was going on. It was, she was being bratty, so to speak, because she was frustrated she, because I really didn't understand where she was coming from. Um, but all that, you know, went away and, you know, after explanations, everything turned out just fine. In any case, I know that was the segue from hell. Sorry about that. Um... Like I said before, you know, um, a lot of submissives and dominance too, believe it or not, say that being bratty is, it's an okay thing in a relationship. I think that's, I personally think that's a load of bollocks, but whatever. Um, you know, it's just considered playful, you know, like a playful type of fun in other, uh, dynamics. Now, I am not against a submissive being playful. I mean, it happens. It's a real relationship and it should be treated as such. If you're just so stoic and stuffy all the fucking time, who the hell wants to be part of that? It's fucking boring. In any case, um, I'm not against, you know, um, people playing around or, you know, anything like that. That's, it's, it's a fun thing, you know? But being bratty and being playful are completely different things and a brat is never fucking welcome in a submissive i don't i i, I just personally consider bratty behavior to be a, a childish attempt to manipulate a particular situation and i'm certain that you've seen people be bratty in a way that honestly just makes you i don't know shake your head or 
wonder who on earth told them that they were submissive or why the dominant in question or their dominant doesn't beat them about the head with a fucking shillelagh because it's just it's just bad form and it looks horrid you know no one should ever have to see that um it and if you're doing this i'm i'm gonna be the first one to let you know and i likely won't be the last it is just embarrassing to anyone anywhere at any time within this lifestyle that knows what the hell they're doing um in any case uh, a real dominant will always be able to tell the difference between a brat and a place of a playful submissive you will always be able to do that and again i did say real dominance and before you, you before any of you out there start trying to you know start going in about what a real dominant is you know what that's a completely different conversation for a completely different podcast. Moving on. So, with all this said, why is any of this shit important to know? So, knowing the traits that are detrimental to a submissive's relationship and herself can bring about a change that is necessary if submission is indeed your goal. So, you know... I mean, face it, you can change who you are. You can, and you are the only person who can change who you are. So if submission is really what you're wanting in your life, you can make those necessary changes. Now, if, you're, if you aren't even willing to work on these things and you enter into a, a DS relationship, you're misleading the dominant or the potential, uh, potential dominant in your intentions because how can you submit to to anyone if you're not going to even make those changes necessary to be a submissive worthy of their 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 charge they're being uh being your dominant you get me so being aware of your non-submissive traits uh, <laughs> being submit being aware of your non-submissive traits can uh, can also help a prospective partner uh, be more aware of what they're getting themselves into. For example, one of my former submissives, she was, you know, she was really straightforward about her having um, a lot of personal changes to go through in order to submit the way that she wanted to, um, you know, to be able to give me what I was wanting from her. Now, I told her that I was willing to work with her, you know, whilst she was making the necessary changes within herself. And this is something, this is something that needs to happen regardless. I mean, if you, if this is something that you're really wanting to do, something your dominant is really uh, wanting, or if they're really wanting you and vice versa. Yeah, that's a better way to say that. Um... It, it's a give and take, you know, you, you should be willing, they have to be willing to work with you and you them. Because if it's just really one way or, you know, completely one way or completely the other way, I guarantee you that's just going to, you know, turn, you know, really sour really quick. Um, in any case, if you're listening to this, and I hope you are, I'm just talking to myself, um... If you're already wondering 
what it is that you can do to better yourself. You're already making the first steps. Um, if you can see any traits that, that are hindering your submissive attitude and causing problems with, uh, between you and your, and your partner. Uh, the next thing I would suggest you do is just start working on changing yourself. And this is not an easy process. However, it is a very possible thing if that is indeed something you want to do. You know, get, get some self-help books if you need to, you know, to, to sort of help you improve your behavior and, you know, figure out what, you know, skills you need to change your attitude. You can also, you know, seek professional help. And I don't mean that in, I don't know. There's really no way to say that. I didn't, I didn't mean in a psychiatric way, but if that's your, this is something that you need, well, go for it. In any case, um, you can, you can also seek professional help or get a mentor. You know, loads of times having, just having someone to talk to you about what you're going through, it can bring you a lot, uh, a lot closer to getting rid of, to shedding those poor behaviors. And if after going through all of this, you still can't really shake any of those feelings of selfishness and selfishness um, and um, manipulative behaviors, then you just have one thing left to admit to yourself, which is that you are probably not cut out to be a submissive. Now, I've given you, hopefully given you, some some thoughts to get you started. And, you know, as I hope you can probably see, it's not a dead end. It's, you know, it's not a dead end. I don't know why I said it like that. Eh, what else? Anyways, if you're willing to work with, if you're willing to work at it, and it's something that you really want, then submission is truly a possible thing for you. And... Good things are never easy things to achieve, ever. I'll be the, I'll definitely let you know that. Whether you're trying to be, uh, whether dominant or submissive, you know, good things are never, uh, an easy thing. You just have to work hard at it. And at the end of it all, you will definitely be rewarded. Believe me. Uh, so. I have a few things that I do want you to, you know, to, to think on, all right? What personality traits do you consider poor for submissive to have that I may have forgotten? Um, in the things that I said in this episode, do you see yourself in it? And if you do, where are you in your particular journey as a submissive? And finally, do you agree with the idea that submission can be achieved if you want it bad enough? Definitely think on all three of these and honestly, let me know. I'd love to hear it. So there you have it. I hope this shed a bit of light on the subject of submissives. And we'd definitely like to hear your thoughts on the matter or what you thought about this episode in general. Whether you loved or hated the episode, you can let me know on social media. 
you can find my Twitter account at Rajan Dominari, and I'm also on the wider internet on my website at dominantdesigns.com. With this said, this is the last episode of 2018. I just want to say thank you for listening to my podcast. Your comments on my website, Facebook, and FetLife have definitely been welcome, and you make doing all of this totally worth it. With this said, I'm glad to have you as a listener, and I wish you all the very happiest of New Year's. I'll be back next week with more Dominant Desires, the podcast. I've been Rajan Dominari, and I'll talk to you all in 2019. Cheers.